action. Hello and welcome to episode 80 of Your Average Critics, joined once again by Chris and Obi, but we are all in the same room Woo! for the first time, time since Christmas. Since Glenn abandoned us. Yeah, yeah true, Glenn, true say. So shit. hopefully the uh, sound quality is slightly better. I've actually missed this, you know, whilst we'll be in the same room. I know. Like, no oh. homo in that. No, it's fine. It's good. Man love, isn't it? You know. So we're showing a joke in the beer. I, I, I don't even know what he looks like anymore. Does he still <laughs> have facial know? hair? Also, to the, obviously, listeners will find this out sometimes. Do you know Joe's moving house? Yeah, I knew that, yeah. No, I did not. I didn't find that the other day. I was, I was dropping him off home, and he was like, oh, yeah, drop me off outside that house. Which like, which house is it? The one with the for sale sign in front of me. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm moving house. And I was like, why don't you fucking tell me one of these things? But I wouldn't have known if I hadn't dropped him home. But yeah. Well, I'm going to try and remember that for once we press stop on this episode and ask you where he's moving to because yeah. obviously listeners don't need to know that yeah. um, cool so there's been a little bit of film news and a couple of trailers um, but the main point of discussion today will be Game of Thrones uh, spoiler filled episode 1 of series 8 but um, first of all the of trailers there was a pretty long trailer for Hobbs and Shaw um, or Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw it's three and a half minutes long which pretty much showed like all the action, like all the set pieces. And they I, I they could... pretty much did that for Fast Eight though, or Fast and what are we on? They do it for everything, yeah, it and it's yeah. just why are you showing too much in the trailers? And like you, you can tell the plot points now because you know Idris Elba's playing quote from the film, trailer Black Superman, mm. and you can tell that obviously they need some backup because then you see Dwayne Johnson's family mm. on, well, I presume it's Hawaii. And they're like, yeah, we need backup. So, and then you know that Idris Elba goes to that place. Yeah, so just giving up the whole film. What? Like, I imagine that whole Hawaii bit is probably like the whole like third act of the film. I would think. And like I was saying to you guys earlier, I feel like the only reason they might have done that is so they get, um, like Polynesian, Samoan, like that sort of demographic into the film. Because obviously mm. you see all Dwayne Johnson's family, so they're like, oh, okay, we're pretty hot, pretty well represented in this film. I'll go watch it. I think maybe that's why. But they could have done that without giving away yeah, everything yeah. in the film yeah. not that they're giving it away but like they're just showing us a lot or you just make trailers for different audiences like we don't need to see that trailer maybe you just have that part of the trailer yeah because to be fair YouTube is, is region restricted so oh is it mm. yeah so some things we can't see because it's only America and mm. stuff like that so. yeah but yeah like I don't know I just feel like over the past few years like trailers nowadays like they're just way too long and they show us so much that like to the point where you get in this film and you're not really surprised or amazed by any like the action or anything that you've seen because you're like, oh yeah, that bit was in the trailer, that bit was in the trailer. Yeah. And if you see something in the trailer that you like, that happens to then not be in the film. You're like, oh, what the fuck? Where was yeah. that bit in the... Or also, like sometimes if I remember a trailer quite vividly, I'm sort of anticipating that event to happen. Yeah. I'm like, I know this character fights this character yeah. and it hasn't happened yet, so I know it's about to happen. Yeah. Um, and like I was saying last week, the, the Hellboy trailer pretty much gives everything away mm. like all of the key kind of mm. twists mm. you know like Domeo becoming a leopard <laughs> which you sort of did see coming but yeah. still was a bit of a re- revelation that film's not good um, but I think Hobbs and Shaw just looks like standard Fast and Furious fare I, I think I'm gonna I, I feel like I'm gonna love it but I'm just thinking like they could've, I could have done without that trailer I think the first trailer was absolutely Enough. fine yeah. and I, like I think Star Wars oh, they'll probably release another trailer between now and then but Star Wars have done it quite well I think in that trailer that they released it was only a minute long. They haven't really given anything away. I don't no, think. apart from the title, from the, which well, yeah. again could give and a pal- fair bit away. Uh, what's his face? Palpatine's laugh, I guess, maybe is a little giveaway. But or Snork's laugh. I think it's Palpatine, but, but yeah. Um, apart from that, like I think that was only, what, a minute long? Mm. So like that's not really like... 
That's I think that a stand charge should be no more than like a million and a half. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And not give, not give away key plot points and characters. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I know. I think the guy, sorry, to quickly buy him. The guy, not that it really matters, but the guy playing the Rock's, one of the Rock's brothers in Hobbs and Shaw is like a wrestler, Roman Reigns, I think is his name. Oh, oh really? I recognised him. Oh, right. Okay. Not that, not that I really know who that is. Yeah, he's the one who, who recently. Did he retire? He got diagnosed with something, I believe. Did he? Oh, okay. So. I mean, it looks, it looks entertaining enough. I do think, and this is probably just my own personal taste, I think there's going to be too much, like, forced humour between the two of them. You know, because they're like, frenemies aren't they mm. so Mm-mm. you can even tell from the two trailers I've seen that they're trying to force all these like competitive bravado banter I did enjoy that bit though I won't lie in the where they're in separate rooms like beating, beating people up and then he kept shoving that guy up against the thing to get his eye recognition well it's kind of funny I'm not gonna lie but yeah I do get what you mean it might get a bit tiresome by the by the end of the film and I wonder have, yeah. they, have they started production in Fast 9 yet because don't know actually because that's the whole that's how thingy was getting really pissed off wasn't they yeah it's yeah. normally every couple of years you have one isn't it I'm in the minority now. I feel like I would maybe I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't watch maybe I wouldn't like it but if Tyrese got his because he was, he was complaining about not getting his own spin off yeah, yeah, yeah. if he did get one not where he's like the main character but in like a little in like a buddy situation yeah, yeah. I feel like that could be a decent film because he's quite I think he's quite good in these yeah. in these films to be honest like, I'd watch, I wouldn't watch him because uh, I don't think he can carry his own film no. But maybe him and somebody else. Like if it was him, maybe him and The Rock, or him and somebody else from. I don't know. Wouldn't mind him popping up and. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh maybe Disney will purchase the rights to them and he'll have his own. Um, mm. What's his special? What's his speciality? Because each of them have yeah. like a speciality, don't they? I actually don't know. Fuck no. No, they ain't got a clue. I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> what is his name? Roman. I've no idea. Or am I just thinking of Roman Reigns? No idea. I, I might have Kevin Hart pop up in one of these films. To be honest. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> Um, have any of you seen a stand-up on, on Netflix? Yeah, no. the um, Irresponsible. Although, oh, yeah, I saw that. Is it new? Is this an old it's one? It's the newest one you've done. Did you see it live? I saw it live, yeah. I didn't find it that funny. It's not, it's for me, it's the worst one that he's done that I've watched. Although I, there are still joke, certain jokes that I find really funny. Like the, you've seen the whole thing? Yeah. The gun compartment bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought that was, I was... He's like, all right, all right, yeah, all right. I was dying watching it a second time. <laughs> I, was, I died watching it at the OT, and I died again watching it a second time. That was the funniest joke for me, but apart from that, it's not... See, his his great. his humour comes out more when he does, like, the expression. Yeah. Mm. Like, all of his things are, like... Yeah, he's doing... more of, like, a voices... Yeah, like, voices yeah. expression. The funniest one like. I saw, I can't remember what it was called, is when he's talking about his dad, and his dad's like, all right, all right, all right. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. laugh my pain. That's my, that's my favourite one. That's the best one he's done. The thing is, this yeah. one, I didn't like it because was, right at the beginning, he's like, I'll explain why I called my show irresponsible. And at no point does he then refer to it again. Yeah, he doesn't really, does he? Mm. And I was just like... Okay. And also, like, it was funny because um, at the show, because they said before um, that they were filming it uh, for a TV special, and then he said, yeah, we've sold London out, and I was like looking around, like it was not sold out. Oh, really? <laughs> it was, was not, not sold out at all. Is that, is that the show where he got in trouble and then lost the Oscars because he mentioned about if his son was gay? Oh, no, no, no. That joke was years ago. Oh, okay. That joke was years ago. So, it, and to myself, it was a funny joke, but whatever. Yeah. What was the joke? Oh, it know. was something about, like, seeing his son at a... He saw his son at a party. <laughs> and he was... He's like... Because he said... As, he says one of his fears as a parent is his son growing up and being gay. And he says, like, as a heterosexual man, I want my son to grow up to be a heterosexual man. And then he talks about... He, doesn't, he didn't handle his son's first gay moment very well. So, he, they were at a birthday party... And he was he was eating, and he just turns around. And he saw his son like grinding on another baby, and then he said, "His first reaction, he just knocked him both down." And he said, "No, stop, that's gay." 
said, he was talking about how he was eating chicken wings at the time. So he said, so he was like, no. And then he started licking his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch the joke. It's, it's, I think it's really funny, personally. But I understand, I understand why people were offended right, by offended it. Offended by it, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, sorry, that was his, that's his worst special so far. And it's funny because there was actually like... Um, do you guys watch many stand-up specials? There was a bit of a debate I was watching on Joe Budden, Joe Budden's podcast. I do, I do try. I've seen yeah. like the, a couple of Amy Schumer ones. Oh, ugh. Um, <laughs> are they funny? Well, a couple of them are. I've seen like some Jimmy Carr ones. Oh, Jimmy Carr. But they just, I don't know, like I tried watching, there was an Australian guy, I can't remember his name, but I didn't, I couldn't get into that. Mm. It's very, I don't know, I find it tough because... Some people are funny in individual moments mm. or on like panel shows. But mm. I think Sean Locke on like eight out of ten cats is really funny. Yeah. But I think I've seen his stand up and it wasn't yeah. great. It's the same with um who's the guy who used to do uh, Nevermind the Buzzcocks? Simon Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah, he also yeah. he, he's quite funny on that I thought, but then he also him do a stand up. Stand up and watch like twenty minutes of it, it was rubbish. Yeah. 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 So I think some people are just better reactive mm. to things rather mm. than like having to plan out a whole show. Mm. Um It's the same with um, you know, Girls Trip. Uh, right. Tiffany Haddish. That's it. Um, so obviously she's really funny in that, and that's like her thing to be like the funny side character. She did her own stand-up set, forgot her, forgot her set, and then she, she got booed off the stage. It's quite funny. Really? Yeah. Shit. There was a Seth Rogen one as well that's on Netflix, and I didn't that find that funny. That wasn't that funny. I didn't watch uh, it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's is he a stand-up comic. No, I don't no. think so. And Not. that what's that woman from a. Britain 99, she did one as well. Chelsea Pretty. I didn't think that was very yeah, funny. Yeah, that's not great. I've, no. seen, I've seen that. It's not, not some people just work well bouncing off others, and mm. I think... And some people like yeah. Seth Rogen, they're funny when they're being like mean to like James Franco or something. <laughs> like, the James Franco comedy roast is hilarious. Mm. Um, I think so, yeah. Some people are like actor... I think Seth Rogen's like actor funny, rather than like, let me make people laugh. Yeah, yeah, funny, funny. Funny, funny, funny. Yeah. Sort of thing. I've seen Lee Mack live. He was funny. I like Lee And Mac. I saw... I like Michael McIntyre as well. Uh, he's a bit too, like, tame, I think. Who was this? I've seen I used to really like Lee Evans back in the day. I oh, to, yeah. I used to hate yeah. how much you sweated. Oh, my God. He's funny, though. How much you sweated. Who's the other person I've Chris seen? Rock. Like? Chris Rock's one of my, one of my favourites as well. Yeah. But he's not really, like, ha-ha funny. He's kind of more like a observational like that's witty sort of thing mm-hmm. so I think I, I quite like that comedy it's very rare that comedy that stand up comics make me like burst out laughing sort of thing but yeah some people are just better at sketches mm. I can't remember the second person I've seen live but yeah. it wasn't anyway. there sorry it wasn't I was about that tangent I don't even know what we were talking about no but we're talking about Hobbs and Shaw but I guess we can move on to uh, other trailers um, or news so there was the Amazon show with the boys which is related to Seth Rogen. Could have had a... Oh, yeah. Could have Mr. Segway. Se- Mr. Segway, didn't I? Fuck, yeah. So, it's made by the same people who did Preacher, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and who Supernatural. Is, who, is super, who is Seth Rogen? Is oh, oh, really? Preacher. Mm. Seth Rogen wrote oh, right. or produced Preacher, which is a DC series. Oh, okay. So... Is Preacher funny? I can't really get into it, if I'm honest. Mm. Uh, maybe because there's just too many superhero things and I'm like, mm. give it up. It's a lot. Yeah. Mm. I mean, this one looks a bit... The humour sort of in the same vein as Deadpool. Do you think it's supposed to be humorous? Yeah. Mm. In the, it said I because it, I think it is because they they made a point to say it's by the people who made Sausage Party. Oh yeah. And Supernatural and Preacher and there was another one as well, wasn't there? But mm. I just couldn't remember what it was. So I feel like it's a culmination of like Supernatural, a bit dark and a bit funny. Mm. And also they obviously emphasise the fact that they're going to be like sweary and violent stuff. Yeah, I mean. Um, 
I think this is the, the thing is the Amazon it's going to be an Amazon show yeah. I think this is like the, I don't know you have Amazon but you don't really watch it no. but I think this is their first superhero thing right well Preacher's on there but well, and, and orig- Lucifer's orig- on there original uh, no, Lucifer's on Netflix now is it? Yeah, the new series I think is on Netflix. Yeah, I think it is actually. Yeah. I think they got must got. I was gonna say Preacher was on Netflix, but no, it's definitely Lucifer. Yeah. Oh really? Mm. Oh shit! Like so I've, I've, been, I've been trying to catch up with Lucifer actually because I actually think it's really good. Um, I, I was looking through Amazon Video the other day. It does not interest. Like there was nothing on there. I was like. Well, New Amsterdam's decent. That's a hospital show. You got Jack Ryan, which is decent. You got. I've heard good things about Jack Ryan. Mm, uh, Purge. Apparently, Man in the High Castle is good. Yeah, and I think, I re- I think the premise is really interesting, and I've watched one episode. And I was like, this is really interesting. And I just never went back to it. Yeah, ever. same for me. But it's like all in moderation, isn't it? There's so There's so, much so many things. To so watch. much TV, so little time. If I had no job and I'd been, I'd watched, uh, I'd won the lottery, I still wouldn't have time to watch all the shows <laughs> I wanted to watch. Honestly, yeah. I haven't had time to get around to The Office, US, Blade. Well, I've got that there. My name is L. Yeah. Can I borrow it? Yeah, you can, mate. I'll borrow it when I come back from Nigeria. Yeah. I do want to watch it. I thought it was on Netflix, but I was disappointed. I saw series one of that. See, I've been told, because I've really struggled to watch season one, because it's the exact same as The Office US UK, season one, and same as season two. But then season three onwards is their own stuff, and it's funnier. Yeah. Well, it's the American humour that I prefer. So I might just start season three. Fair enough. I was watching it though, and there's a lot of the jokes. I'm like, how are you getting away with that? It's very like racist. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> the like, thing. It's oh all changed God. now, and it. That's what nine seasons. That's over ten years ago they did it. Yeah. Or started it. Mm. So humor was a bit. But then it's like always sunny in Philadelphia. Like, yeah. What did you say? No, go on. So you Because they do like blackface all, all the time in it. Well, not all the time. Like a handful of times in it. And oh, it's really? Like, yeah. It's like that show, that show is. The least PC show. Yeah, it's like the exception to everything. Like, they are homophobic in it. They are transphobic, racist. Like, anything you can think of, they are. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So funny. It's like, how do they get away with it? But yeah, Karen, sorry. I was going to say, this is... I don't know if you want to segue into it yet, but because we've got a couple of other news bits you want to talk about. Go for it, just segue. But um, the guy who plays Mac in... uh, Oh, Sunny... Was in Game of Thrones, the first episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, was, was he? Yeah. He got an arrow to the eye. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I only saw that when someone posted it afterwards. Oh. Okay, well, we, I'm sure we'll weave in the two other yeah. news bits because they're super related. But um, let's talk about Game of Thrones then. Series 8, <sighs> episode 1. In two years. In two years. Two long, long years. The hype was palpable. Mm. Um, <laughs> I just want to say new opening credits got me so gassed they were crispy I was was like like, maybe it's because I was watching it on my 65 inch TV (laughs) sorry big man I was only only watching 30 inch but literally because obviously I realised there will be fewer locations in this series with Flex Boker but like you know you got the wall and it's Mm. it's in pieces and then you go deep in well we haven't seen the last turf on it before but then you go deep underneath like both King's Landing and Winterfell it was just sick I don't know if you guys thought as well but I thought like visually as well it was like really clear compared yeah. to like I'm not gonna lie I didn't see the opening oh did you not no, oh, so enough. you talk about it as much as you like but no it's just like I was saying because I didn't, didn't expect it it did get me I was like quite gassed I was like yeah. oh shit I was yeah. talking to Joe and he's like Joe said he had to reload it 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I was supposed to go to watch it again. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was because I wasn't expecting it and it was like proper like crystal clear compared to like other seasons. Are there any bits you saw in it that like would... Because like, a lot of people like suggest that well, the, the opening credits the, suggest something. You know the orb thing and yeah. the stuff that rotates around it? They actually did give it a name when in the start of Cause reading. I can't remember what it was. But that changed as well. So previously it was like the the stag, the wolf, the dragon and the bull or whatever the four sigils are. Yeah. Oh, the lion, sorry. And this one was basically just a dragon and a, a wolf and a lion. You know, it changed. So and there was only three instead of two. They were like different. Uh, different so like the dragons were attacking as well like that. Like there was fire and stuff. It was just slightly different. Um... I mean, I I could you could pause it and try and figure out if it says anything, but I yeah I think the quality was also a lot better. Mm. And the article I was reading was saying that initially in like right from series one they wanted to go right deep into each of them, but they just didn't have the time yeah. or the money. But now they said like this series got a bigger budget and or maybe the same budget but smaller episodes, yeah. uh, fewer episodes. Um, they were like yeah go and do it like go spend more money, spend more time doing it. Um, yeah, oh, it, it, really really did, it looked really good. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. The episode as a whole, so let's give it a, quite a, a quick uh, recap. Yeah. Cool. So, first thing we see is Daenerys coming into Winterfell. Um, Quickly, with John. Sorry to talk about this because I don't know if you were gonna, if you would touch on it. Did you get any sort of inkling when you saw um, Missandei and Grey Worm that the north, the north, the Winterfell people were looking at them a bit funny, or was that just me? No, I saw that. Okay. Wait, what? So, like, you know, when they're all riding into Winterfell. Yeah. Did you think because like and they, I thought they it was made a, a, they made a point of like focusing on the I, I North think it was a, looking at Missandei. Oh, I noticed were, anyway. I could see. Were, yeah, yeah, like they'd never seen someone who wasn't white. Okay, I was just. Wait, I think okay. I think that was intentional. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. And obviously the Dothraki as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, it, it was implied. It almost when they did it like that, it was implied like almost like a racial thing. But then. Yeah. But then it was suggested by Jon Snow, it's not because it's a racial thing, it's because they don't trust outsiders. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. not, I don't think it's a racial thing, I think it's okay. because they're not from the North. Mm. Yeah, how, I, how think, I, think, the North. I think there's probably a bit, a of, bit both. of both. Yeah. Because even all the wildlings are all white. Yeah. Mm. And I don't recall any people well, of colour. The wildling that was, oh no, I thought she was mixed race. The wildling that was like chilling with him for a bit and then she got sacked off. The one that was in Harry Potter? Yeah. Which one? The one she was... What was her name in it? Um, in Harry Potter, she she's going out with the wolf guy. She's one who, who took Bran and Rickon. Uh, she was the she was the servant. It was Br- Bran, Rickon, in, like, Hodor and her. What colours are her? Brown? I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a card face. I think her name's Una... Anyway, as yeah, as it goes on, so we have Daenerys come into uh, where's the place called? <laughs> <What's up? laughs> I'm so bad in places and those. I was gonna say I was gonna say something completely different. I was gonna say like Stormborn or something. I don't know. And then you get the feeling that Sansa doesn't really appreciate that Bear Daenerys is there. She is actually. Do you know what? I used to hate Sansa. Uh, uh, Sansa, yeah. This but lady. Who the fuck is that? I literally don't remember her. Fair enough. Right. <coughs> so I, like, I used to actually. She ha- looks like a spicy white, to be fair. Sorry. Yes, yeah, I don't think she's like white. No. No. But like she, spicy I, white, I used to hate her, like hate her, but she's actually like a sick actress as well, man. She's a very she, good like, actress. She's like death stare. You know she's like. Mm. Can I just say now? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yes, um, 
I'll just say now, yeah. Uh, I think that they are setting up Sansa to be the queen on the Iron Throne. Yeah, same. And I hope it's not, but they are. Let, I feel like they're dropping a little seed. I, here I and think there. she's there, jailed. That she's not going to be on the Iron Throne at the moment. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I wouldn't really call her like a person of color though. No. Yeah. Know. Fair enough. But anyway. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Daenerys comes in and she's like, she's like, what'd she say? She says, um, the North is to Sansa like the North is really beautiful. As are you, yeah. yeah, sort of thing. Like compliment her and that, and then Sansa just gives her some like dirty stare, like oh thanks, sort of thing. And I, was like, I feel like we do forget though. Sansa has been through the I don't absolute. Care. No, I don't shit. care. I don't care. I don't care. I know. I, I know. Care. But you I want Sansa to be happy, huh? Like Daenerys. I don't want her to be happy, but like, mate, she got reunited with her fucking husband, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I completely forgot they got married. Yeah, no, same. So for Sansa, like, not only has John left her, which she didn't want, but he's also come back not a king, and he's bent the knee. But like, and this she's is figured what... out he's in love. That's fine. This is what I'm saying, yeah. And you have a right to be aggrieved, yeah. I was saying this to Joe, yeah, and it's it's kind of pissing me off, yeah. And I think it's because the fact that majority of them haven't seen it. No one's taking this White Walker thing seriously. John is the only one who's like, yeah, this crown shit. It don't matter yeah. because. Whether I've been in the or not, whether I'm king of the north, whether I'm warden of the north, da, 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 it don't matter if we're all dead. Dead, yeah. We need her to win. Yeah. Like, end of, he's, end of story. He's being the smart cookie. But he's because being none the smart of them, cookie. Exactly. Because none of them have seen the White Walkers and what they can do, apart from a few select people. Who, are think, out, who aren't even there. They're yeah. out there still, innit? I don't think they're taking, taking this thing too no. seriously. No, and they're all focusing on, oh, we voted you to be li- li- Lady Liana Mormont, who contributed like 14 men to the fucking war. She's piping up, mate. I'll be like, shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah, 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, how old you are, bro? Shit, keep your mouth. Stum. We're gonna all. Oh, I hope she dies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Insolence. Yeah. Nerves, but in that moment, we see like John sees Sansa again, Daenerys introduces herself. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, Arya's not there, but Bran's there. No one's questioning... Yeah, go on. What are you going to say, go Did on. you get the parallels from that episode to the first episode of season one, where it's Arya who's running around uh, when King Robert arrives and she comes up on the tree and in season eight, the, that, that little kid is running is around. Right. Trying to think, calm, calm, calm. She, no, she noticed it, didn't she, as well? She yeah. was the one who watched it. Because she, she was in the crowd, wasn't she? She wasn't quite there. Yeah. But the thing that's really jarring me um, is the fact that no one is going up to Bran and being like, hello, are you there? Are you okay? I but, agree. One, 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 I feel like, I hope that maybe they, they have been doing that, but he's just not really been responding. Yeah. And no one said to him, not one person has said to him, I, correct me if I'm wrong, what's a three-eyed raven? Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, he said it at least two times. Yeah. People, yeah. Are just, raven. people are just like, okay, mate. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think it maybe they just think he's nuts. Yeah. 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 There's something to do with the ending. I won't say it now, but like the ending of the episode, which really just like, it kind of perplexes me. I don't want to say it now. I feel like we should go through the motions, okay. but like, and I think I should remember. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, no oh. one's questioning him, no. and it's really like vexing me up because it, and no one's asking what happened to Hodor, what happened to this person. I mean, I, I, this what I think you should presume they're dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but, but like, I think obviously if people had asked what is the three-eyed raven, and if he explains, and if they believe him, then you'd just be like, okay, how does shit end then? Because he's seen everything, surely. Yeah. I think. Well, someone said this on a podcast. Not sure how true it is. Maybe it's not. But because he didn't actually get to finish his field driving training, that maybe he can't actually control what, what it is he, he can and can't see. Mm. And that maybe he's technically just seeing loads of shit at once in his brain, which is why he's, he looks so scrambled all the time. Not scrambled, but like he look, kind of looks like dead inside yeah, all the time. He, yeah, he's, he's, just... a, he's all the time. He's looking at seeing different scenarios. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but I don't know. I thought maybe it was... Might be a no, 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 I think that's a great shout, to be fair. Um, but I did enjoy... I think I'm trying to embrace Bran's weirdness now because I know he's just going to be like this till the So boring. Ends. Such a boring character. And, like, I feel sorry for the actor as well because <laughs> he's like... 
had to like just lie down for like yeah. seven series and it'd just be so boring and pensive. Yeah, like, mm. it's when because I, I hope he dies. He's been I don't. He won't. It's been because he's been like that to it, all of his siblings literally, and then like when uh, John was like. Oh, you're a man. Like, I thought it was going to actually be like a, maybe like a decent reunion. He was like, oh, you're a man now. And he was just like, almost. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> then you'll see John's looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. The thing is, so of all the reunions in this episode, there wasn't one between Leanna Stark and, uh, sorry, Leanna Mormon and Jorah. Jorah Mormon. I was thinking about Which it. I was hoping. Who's that? Do they know each other? So, so Leanna's the little one. Jorah's one with Daenerys, yeah? And Leanna's the little one. The, 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 the Malfi one. Malfi girl. And they're because related. They're related yeah, yeah, so that she would be his niece yeah. or something. Oh. Yeah. So basically, like, Jorah... And what would happen if they did meet? Well, Jorah was exiled from Bear Island, which is where the Mormons live, because he sold slaves. Um, so that's why his father, who was J.R. Mormon, was, went to the Night's Watch. Um, he was the Night's Commander. He was the big guy with white yeah, beard. Yeah, yeah. Um, gave John Longclaw. And then, yeah, so essentially Jorah should be the heir to Bear Island, but he was exiled. Mm. And so Lyanna, there, is, there should be animosity uh, there. Right. But I'm thinking maybe she's not even old enough to like know. She would, and- she's, she's, she's the lady of... Bear Island. She yeah. would know the history. Uh, yeah, true. But then he probably he he's sticking right side by side with Daenerys, isn't it? So, I don't, yeah, I thought it gives. A yeah, fuck, I don't think it gives a fine be. shit to be honest. Yeah. There might. Be, but the thing is, like when she was mouthing off in the thing, I thought she'd have been like, "And you brought that traitor Jorah yeah. back or something." Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe. Nah, she's got bigger things to worry about. I thought in men in it. Um, anyway, felt bad sorry for that kid though. The kid who's the king of whatever his land is, oh, and he yeah. fucks off. Oh, yeah. He was for, oh, when he got up and he was like, um, "Sorry, my lord," and then he was like, "My lady," and then he was like, "My queen." Sorry, uh, <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, "Oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah." He just wanted like <laughs> Jane from the between. Go, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, God, that guy would never but, let um, that down. So, what, so basically, yeah. we have a, quite a few reunions. So what, was you going to say something? Or was you gonna no, I was going to talk about that little bit. That, yeah. So when they were all like meeting up, basically. And yeah, what well, we saw, we see. Uh, 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 Arya and the Hound reunion. Oh yeah! Do you know what? For some reason, I completely forgot that the Hound was alive after yeah. he died. Because then I, I, I had only the only last memory of him that I had in my mind was him fighting Brienne. Yeah. And I thought he was but dead. But where's where Wait, is Brienne? Yeah, we did. And I completely forgot that. Where, so. where is Brienne right now? She's uh, she's in Winterfell, I think. But she's yeah. like, she just wasn't in the episode. Oh okay. Because I, I got a poem. Because <laughs> surely <laughs> she's gonna have some animosity with the Hound. Yeah. So. But the hound didn't seem like he was alright. Although like he was, he was going to have beef with that. The Did king's the king's son was there, wasn't he? The one from Skins. Yeah, Gendry. Yeah. And Gendry. He just come out of nowhere, being a blacksmith, like doing he, all this he was stuff. In the last series but, um, as well. No, was he? Come he, was he? he was yeah. Where? He was. What? He went he, to the wall. Yeah. Oh shit! Because <coughs> Davos got him from. Oh King's shit! Landing. Yes, I do remember that. Because Gendry was like, "Hey, I'm Robert's bastard." <laughs> Davos was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Fuck! What was I about to say? Shit. So you got Gendry and Ara as well. That was a reunion. Yeah, and I Ara almost asked him to make a special little weapon. I know. It had like it was like a like blow dart kind of thing, wasn't it? Or it looked that's what it looked like. Yeah. I thought it looked like nunchucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask about the Hound. This is just so something that I was thinking of. Did they come and collect him at the end of season six? I mean seven. Sorry. No, they got the people with the guy with a flame sword found him, didn't they? Yeah, because they were in prison. Because uh, him. Uh, the drunken priest mm-hmm. and Beric were in prison, prison yeah. when Gendry, John, and Davos find them mm-hmm. at 
the wall. Yeah. And then oh, they go north. The wall. Wall. Oh, shh. I forgot. And then they I forgot. Yeah. That's he was there. Yeah. This is yeah. why we need Sorry. to rewatch the yeah. last season there. and the I first did. season. That's why it's so fresh in my memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot he was there. Yeah, so they all came back. Okay. And then the oh, only you know. people that stayed at the wall were Beric and Tormund. Yeah. And then now. And no, they're no, alive. alive. Oh, they are. You oh. see them. Oh, yeah. That was quite funny, actually. But sorry, back to that beginning of the episode. So. I thought it was interesting in, and to us a reasonable, reasonable response uh, when they're all having the meeting and Sansa's basically like, we haven't got enough food for all, all this whole massive Yeah, I didn't even fucking think about like, that. Like, yeah. what the dragons eat? It was funny when she was like, shut, shut, throw shade. She was like, oh, what the dragons even eat? And Daenerys was like, whatever they want. And I was like, yeah, shut the fuck up, Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Don't ask stupid questions. Do you know what though? When, when, uh, when, when the, uh, the guy comes and he's like, oh yeah, the dragons aren't really eating. And he, yeah. She's like, how much, how much they had? Like 16 sheep. I was like, mate, <laughs> these people could do with those 16 sheep, you know what I mean? Like, come yeah, on. Just, like, just send the dragons a bit further yeah. away. They can fly pretty quickly. Like, just eat from the south. Who's more rightful to the dragons? Daenerys or Jon Snow? Equally, because they're both Targaryens. Mm. They're both, are they both full Targaryen or half Targaryen? No, well, I mean, Jon's a half Jon's Targaryen. Half Targaryen. But like Daenerys would be they're, a full they're Daenerys is eggs though, so they're just her eggs, isn't it? So it's her, they're hers. Yeah, true. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. So should we talk about John riding a dragon? Uh, we skipped quite a bit there, but. But I just want to say, like, one of the things that I found lacking in this episode it was it felt just too fan servicey. I yeah. It was like everyone's like, oh my god, what if John rides a dragon? It's like John's riding a dragon, great, and like all these reunions just felt a bit like, yeah, fan service. Like, and I think we did this point a lot on series seven but since they've diverged from the books or they don't have the books to reference yeah. it has got very fan service yeah. and it's got more predictable because that. on rewatching season seven there was at least two occasions when jamie probably would have died if if it was still george rr R. martin having you know based that the but george rr R. martin has told them who he wants to stay but alive he's probably told dead. them at the what happens at the end and in between is sort of up to them because yeah. when Jamie's charging at the dragon in series seven mm. and then Bron like Deus Ex yeah. Machina saves him, mm. that probably wouldn't have happened before. You don't get well, Deus Ex Machina the, moments. The, pro- in Game of the problem you got is that George R. R. Martin probably won't write the book before he dies, so this is this, the book you're gonna get. So I know the sad reality of it is. I agree with you about that, uh, that, that bit. That's tremendous. I think I enjoyed the episode a lot more than you did, so just fair enough. Yeah, but I do agree that that dragon riding bit was the only bit I didn't like. Cause I, only just because I think I went, it went on a bit too long. Mm. It was quite a long scene, I thought. Also that, and then, sorry, dra- go on. That dragon side eye bit when he's kissing yeah. Daenerys. I was like, oh, come that's on. Very TV, like... Yeah, that's very classic TV. Yeah, thing. And then just... like, they were like by the waterfall and she was like, oh, we could stay here forever. And I was just like, come on. Egret said the same yeah. thing. I was like, oh, in so, uh, series three. When, well. when did she become so fucking soppy as well? When she had a dick. When she had John's dick. Oh, sorry. I thought you when, said when she had. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, what? But yeah, that scene Something went on for worse. way too long. Like, and also, I thought the CGI was actually quite bad. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. And yeah, that's it. I didn't like. That was the only scene in the whole episode I didn't like. Okay. Personally. Well, I think we need to like rewind a little bit. Yeah, let's go back. I'm not gonna lie. Go Did you not think there was like some like sexual like thing between Arya and? Uh, on Gendry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. There was some like. I was like, where did that come from? Thing is, the thing thing is, yeah. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. That's what they're trying, I feel like they're trying to set that up. Yeah. But I don't think it works because at no point, I don't know if you guys agree, at no point have we seen Arya as any sort of sexual character no. in yeah. any way, shape no. or form. So when her and Gendry, like, obviously no offence, but when her and Gendry are flirting, yeah. it's just kind of like two magnets. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't really work. Obviously, they're trying to, with the dialogue, yeah, they're yeah. trying to suggest it, but it doesn't really work because yeah. we never, 
like obviously we've grown up with Aria, we haven't ever seen her like actually be attracted to, yeah, yeah. to anyone, male or female. Yeah. You know? And it's still kind of uncertain how old she's supposed to be. But when does this matter in Game of Thrones? Because so, isn't John isn't John Stowe like meant to be like sixteen right now? Uh, and yeah. he's like a forty year old man. Like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, like mm. the only characters that probably represent the actual age is that little girl who's the yeah, heir, heir to Bear Island and the little boy. Like, they're probably the only two ca- cast the characters who are age right yeah. right now. Um, so what else do we see? We see. Um, do you know what? Like, it's a bit of a blur. Like, what the in between bits are. You, saw, you saw Theon very quickly rescue Yara. We, well, which we expected to happen. I feel like. I expected that happened. I feel like it happened rushed. pretty fast, but yeah. And then he, he's definitely now gonna die. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Probably. I might. I like yeah. it though because I like his. He needed his redemption yeah. because obviously he had his. He had his um, moment of being a prick, and then obviously he got his just desserts, yeah. and now he's coming to get his like you know his final like he's gonna die saving Bran or something like that you know because yeah. he made out that he killed Bran and Rickon you know it'd be something like that yeah. I think yeah. which I don't mind you know um, I like Reek kind of <laughs> but does he yeah. have no dick or no balls or no both neither neither jeez poor lad one of the things I was thinking about actually you remember in season seven when um, he's fighting someone and they mm-hmm. kick him in the balls and he kind of like gets stronger. <laughs> <laughs> That would still hurt. Yeah, I was gonna say. Because obviously it's not sort of balls, but someone's still whacking you on your on your body. It would still yeah. hurt. And the fact he looked like he was getting stronger at that point, he was kinda of like, You can't defeat me, sort of thing. <laughs> and I was like, uh, this would probably still hurt. This is coming yeah. this is the guy who tried basically fingering his sister in the first like fucking true. season. Like this You is... know the producers wanted Lily Allen to play his sister because oh, Alfie Allen. Oh yeah. ew <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, Apparently, Lily Allen turned it down because she was like, "That's fucking weird." Yeah. So he accepted it. Well, no, Alfie was already. Cast. Oh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say that's fucking weird. That's nasty. That's, 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 that's <laughs> oh, that um, is so jokes. But speaking of Greyjoy, so we got Euron. Yeah. And Cersei. Finally, so he brings the her. He brings her the uh, what's it called? Golden Company. Golden Company. The and character who leads the Golden Company, John Strickland, I think his name is. He looks really familiar. What's he? Is he in something? Oh, I don't know. He looks oh. like a pompous cunt, but oh. he, <laughs> that character is in the book in the fifth books. Oh right. But I, there's a really important subplot that he's part of, and I don't think they're going to include it. Okay. But I'm not going to say anything in case yeah, they don't, do. Yeah, don't say anything. But um, when, yeah. when I heard his name, I was like, ooh. Mm. It was. It was funny because. Obviously, I know it's like Cersei's. She's obviously she did it as like kind of like a, a backup, like a decoy thing. But it was funny because she was like, um, "If you want a ho- to Euron, because Euron was like, yeah, basically like we're gonna fuck because I bought you the Golden Company." Mm. And she was like, "If you want a whore, buy her. If you want a queen, earn her." And then literally one minute later, she was like, "Yeah, alright, come on then, like let's yeah. not boots." And I was kind of like, in this, in in, I only realized afterwards that why she did it. But like in that moment, I was kind of like. You didn't, he like, literally has got everything he wants now. He yeah. can literally fuck off, and it wouldn't make any yeah, difference. Yeah, I think so. he will probably turn yeah. against her yeah. because I just no, I don't think he'll turn against her. I just think he'll just, he'll just fuck fight. Off. He, he wants to be on the winning side. I'm should kill him. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. Um, but like, I, because I, like, I feel like that line was that from Cersei was quite like a like a girl power moment, and then she kind of just they kind of just completely undermined it. Like maybe they maybe they could have fucked like the next episode. They can mm. at least like let her have it for like for like the rest of the episode. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they undercut that line completely by them two fucking. Obviously, he was like, "Is a decoy so that um, if she has a baby, could... well, I'm assuming she actually must. She... Is she pregnant or not? I'm so confused. I feel like she's not pregnant. I don't think she is. I'm so confused because I thought she fucked him so that because she was already having a baby. So then if she had the baby, 
She'd be like, yeah, this is Euron's, not Jamie's. But she doesn't care about that. I don't know. Then why did they she... fuck? Because that's how she... to keep him on side. Or oh, because she just wanted to? Because if he, he, in his mind, he's done everything that he should have done oh, to earn dumb. her. No, this is dumb. And if she needs an ally, so... I don't like this now. Okay. I thought, okay, yeah. You if, might be right, but I... I, I yeah. But, but from the last series, she was saying, because Jamie, there was the servant that knocked and she, she saw Jamie she, in yeah, her bed and yeah, she was yeah. like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like, um, but then, I, I don't know, I was just thinking maybe if she was having an heir that, that like, she'd want it to at least appear as a legitimate one. I don't know. But then my other point is that I'm sure, so in season seven, last episode, um, Tyrion knows that she's pregnant because she doesn't drink wine. And she drinks wine. And in exactly. In the sense that she drinks wine. So what the fuck's going on? I'm confused. She yeah, she she did that. She is she is full Tyrion basically. And Jamie, I think. Is knows. Tyrion that dumb though? Well, so well, it, it was clear from series seven that Tyrion really loved his nieces and nephews yeah. and was very cut up that they died and yeah. that he may have helped some of them die. Yeah. So she said, "I'm pregnant," so that yeah. she's got him on side again. But then I think yeah. Jamie's realised. As well as knowing that she's not going to help, so that's why Jamie's come to tell everyone. Did, uh, but did, did Jamie know she was she was pregnant? Yeah, I think she told him. Yeah, okay, and, and I don't think she didn't give a shit. Well, he he said he wants to fight for the living. Okay, um, fair enough. But then you also get Kyburn gives Bronn a crossbow oh. to kill Jamie and Tyrion. That's See, I, I can never understand Bronn. I don't know if he's with them, against them. He's with them, hundred percent. I think Bronn's the last person you'd give that thing to because yeah. if anything, like it's probably I doubt he has many friends, but it's probably his best two best friends in the world are probably Jamie and Tyrion. He's but he not... fucked over Tyrion. Did he? I swear he did. For the for the cut for the castle and everything, didn't he? And then Tyrion's girlfriend's slash wife to be fucked his dad, didn't she? What Shay, the yeah. prostitute? I don't know. Did they love Bronn? I swear Bronn knew or something and then Bronn got a castle didn't he for some reason Why'd he Bron- did get a castle he did get a why castle, did he get the yeah. castle again can't remember I don't know I feel like he got maybe, yeah. fucking over Tyrion maybe. somewhere but I still feel like him because they met didn't they they met in the last yeah. season so I feel like they, he still got a connection with them too so, and yeah. I doubt he would go anywhere towards killing them so I don't know what what Kyburn yeah. and Cersei's yeah. planning is to get Bronn to be the one to where's, think... where's the big bloke who's usually with him as well Mountain. He... no 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 the other kid the kid who's good at sex Podrick. yeah Oh, know. he's probably at Winterfell somewhere. Okay, because he oh, because he was because he was with um that big tall blonde woman, Brienne. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Bit, yeah. And he fancies her. No, the ginger guy fancies her, didn't he? I'm so confused on who fancies who and who fucking who and who's doing what to it, who, when, and how. Again, it feels like giving Bronn that subplot was just a way of keeping that character in the show. show. And Even it's his... funny because they can't her and him and Cersei, uh, her, him, him and Cersei can't be in the same room, can they? Because they hate each other in real life. Oh really? Yeah. That's the exes. I think. Yeah. That's interesting. How did they manage to do that? How did they manage to recruit all these people? Yeah, and they get two exes in the same show, <laughs> like Jon Snow and his now to wife to be were exes, and yeah. them they two. are wives. They're all, yeah, they're married now. Oh, they're yeah. married now. Yeah. Didn't you cheat on her? Anyway. Did he? I think so. What? Kit Harrington's the same. Um, apparently, he gets around. Yeah. Apparently, that's like the gossip of. Game Friends that he gets around. He's tiny. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I say that he's about <laughs> Rips, my, my height. He's, he's your height? That's not tiny, mate. Have you mean my height? <laughs> Jesus. He's wedged, though. Anyway. Yeah, he is a little bit. Um, um, what other important meetings are there? So. Oh, well, then you got Daenerys. There's not really much else meets, happens at King's Landing, is it? Daenerys meets no, up with. Daenerys tells Thingy Mabob about his family dying. Yeah, in a yes. Samwell. Yes. Yeah. So Samwell's like, all. Oh, like pleased to meet her, and yeah. then he, then he's like being gushy. She, and yeah, because she's then, saying thank you for saving, 
Yeah. Uh, Jorah when no one else would, and he's like, oh no, I would have done it for anyone, kind yeah. of thing. And then he asked for a pardon. Yeah. Because he stole his um for Tali, and then she's sword. like, fuck. And she's like, yeah, it kind of burned your dad alive. And he's like, oh, at least my brother's king. And yeah. she's like, see, like, I get get yeah. her, like, I get why she killed him. Like, she he she would obviously have been like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a respect, it's yeah. a respect thing. She, I think she had, she had to do it. Yeah. To yeah, because it's like the whole Stark thing is if you pass the sentence, you, yeah. you, you do the act. Yeah. And so she's just like, yeah, look, I did it. And like, but all, go sorry, go on. I know that he's obviously a bit upset that his family died, but I'm also sort of like, you know... His dad hated him. Yeah, you were so not should be part that of that family. You went to the I war. I think he's more probably like... He's probably he is more worried about his brother, mm. who played Luther in uh, Umbrella yeah. Academy. Yeah, um, but, oh, yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking at that point, like, yeah, like, like your dad think of a fuck about you. Like, it's very, very fast. Yeah, it was like, but obviously, cool. you know, it's like, a, obviously your family's your family, isn't it? So you are going to feel uh, something. Bit, yeah. And it wasn't like a... He just kind of like got told like that, so obviously the hit the emotions probably just hit him before he's even thought about. Do you, you think know. it? She would have been. He would have been happier if she had gone. The land is now yours, <laughs> or something like that. No, I don't know. But I kind of rate her for for just going out and being like, yeah. At least she was honest. Yeah, I would be yeah. honest. I I was like, I thought the acting from um the guy who plays Sam, Sam Bradley was really good. Yeah, he is really good actually. When he was like, when he was like. Basically, about to cry. I wasn't just gonna be like, "Don't cry!" I was like, hold it in, hold it in. Like, Don't cry. Cry when you get out of the room. And he managed to hold it in for a bit. And I was like, "Yes, well done." But um, yeah, then he goes out to um, to see Bran. Bran's just chilling. Yeah, <laughs> Bran's just chilling outside. Bran has literally nothing to do. Like, honestly, he's just, just like... waiting, waiting for an old friend. I don't know, man. And then yeah, he's like, "You have to tell John about his um, uh, his true uh, heritage." And saying to Sam that he's like he's more than a, he's more of a brother to John than Bran is to John now, blah blah blah. And I feel like maybe they put uh, that Daenerys telling Sam in their thing so that he had so he, basically that, so he, that he, so he pissed off, to, yeah, yeah. So that he was kind of pissed off and he was like, yeah, fuck this, I'm just going to tell John X Y Z X Y Z. Do we think that John believed it far too quickly? You're being told that your entire life is a lie and that this kind of convoluted history of you know there's, there's more backstory because it's like actually you know mm. you know Rhaegar I mean, I did think actually I think marry it's... Lyanna and did have you as a child and blah 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 and he's just like yeah I think it's only wow. because it's coming out of Sam's mouth yeah and I think he okay. trusts Sam more than anybody else in in the world yeah so like I Sam has no reason no to lie reason to, to him. lie at all so I think that's why he believed him straight away I mean there might be a bit of like uncertainty if Sam then later lets on that Daenerys has killed his family he told it. he told he told him that yeah, oh. he told him that. But then, I just felt it was a bit too like. He just accepted it. I think I feel like you. I've and I hate to say it. I feel like you've got to get over this whole like stuff being taken like straight away because yeah. it's literally going to happen all the time in this season. Yeah, no. Stuff's going to be smushed. Yeah. And you've got to just be like, okay, these people, as annoying as it is, they're just going to be like, yeah, yeah, let's go, bang, bang, so bang. We've now got Ooh. some factions. Wait, when you just say something. I was gonna say I did like a couple of things. I did like how um, early they they revealed that like, I like that they didn't delay this whole yeah. telling John thing. Whatever mm. I like, they told him in the first episode. I yeah. think that's good. Obviously, because we only got six episodes, so they kind of have to yeah keep, read keep it off. Wrong. Yeah, and oh, it's only six episodes. Yeah, yeah. So oh shit, I thought it was eight. And I liked yeah. <laughs> it was seven oh, last time. Yeah, oh, seven oh, last fuck me. And I liked how this is just me personally, yeah, because obviously Ned Stark. That's my that's my boy. <laughs> I like how um, when he when he told him obviously about his heritage, and John was like. My father was the most noble. I literally, I, when he said, John, John said, my father was the most noble man I've ever known. I literally screwed out the TV. I was like, damn straight. You. I, literally, <laughs> I got so emotional at that point. And obviously, because he was in the, um, what's that thing? The, 
what's it crypt. Crypt. crypt that's it and um, obviously that statue of Ned and I was yeah. like oh man season one like, oh, Ned that's, oh, that's my guy yeah. Sean Bean Oh, okay. What do we think of the the factions that seem to be splitting? So you probably probably have Sansa and Samwell who are opposing Daenerys. You've now got Jon who's a bit undecided. Mm. I don't really think Jon has any desire to be king at all. At nope. all, no, he's not. He didn't really have a desire to be king of the North. He's certainly not going to want to be king of the Seven Kingdoms. So I don't really see much um, conflict between him and Daenerys. Maybe the fact that he's not going to bang his aunt because he's probably not into that incest stuff. But yeah. I don't really see them having much of a conflict. See, I think... So I think John will be... Like you said, John doesn't want the Iron Throne. So he's not going to tell Daenerys that he's a Targaryen. Someone but else will, though. Someone else will. And then that's going to get Daenerys thinking, OK, it's a bit sticky. And I feel like then that's going to cause a wedge between Daenerys will want to kill him. Exactly, because there's n- absolutely no way that Daenerys will ever concede the throne to Jon. Because she's been building this up. We've built this up for eight seasons now. And all mm. she has wanted to be is to be, you know, the ruler of Westeros. There's yeah. no way she would Unless concede they get to, to Jon. Even then, nah. I think, she, I think she's more likely to kill him than anything. I don't, think, I don't think there's going to be an iron throne at the end of this. Well, I don't, I, I'm on your wavelength. I don't mm. think there will be either. Um, mm-hmm. So... I reckon if uh, Cersei can't have it, no one can. I wonder if the Night King will win overall. Yeah. I mean, not... depends who the Night King is. Can we, can we come, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll come, come back to it in a second because I just want to quickly talk about the other things that are going on. So, like, we've still got the fact that, um, obviously, yeah, Sansa doesn't trust Daenerys and obviously her and John, John and Sansa have like a little conflict about that, basically saying like, like um, how she doesn't trust her and then this whole again this whole thing about you know you left the king and then you came back and don't know what you are yada 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 blah 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 all that and then Sansa has this and I feel like they're setting up Daenerys to look like a bad leader only because like I feel like they just keep getting Sansa to like undermine her in obviously it's only one episode but I feel like Sansa's like kind of like undermining her like every opportunity possible and I don't, and I feel like they're kind of trying setting Daenerys up to be a bad leader, which makes me think that she's gonna die at some point during this. Episode series. four, Daenerys is dead. Joking, no, that's, that's, that's See, I thought she was gonna I die reckon, in the last series. I reckon I she's gonna die protecting Jon, and yeah. then that's when she's gonna earn the respect of Sansa. Oh, wouldn't it be wavy if, uh, if um, so she finds out that Jon um is a Targaryen. She plots to kill him, gets like on her dragon and whatnot, and then one of her dragons turns on him. Um, the one that John rode in for episode one, like turns on her, and then this dragon versus dragon, and that dragon kills Daenerys. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. See, my theory is that in this six episodes, I thought it was eight, so maybe my theory is now out the window. I think there's going to be three big battles in this. Okay. And I think season episode three is the first big battle. Okay. Is this really? a long, is it a longer episode? Yeah, well, this is the Battle of Winterfell, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So is that with the White Walkers, you presume? Because we know from this episode that the White Walkers have passed the last hearth and they're on their way to Winterfell. Yeah, but... I re- it might even happen in the next episode. Might do, to be fair. I, like, honestly, I don't know. Mm. Like, we've got, so, we got such a clusterfuck of people in this like one little area. Yeah. It's like, if someone was to attack, it's win or lose, really. Like mm. You're going to either win and they're going to retreat, or you're going to lose, and then it's just Cersei versus, and it's not going to be Cersei versus. No, they will retreat, but I reckon they're going to be some heavy casualties. Yeah, I think big people are going to die, or yeah. big people are going to die. In I kind of, that's, uh, we've spoken about this in, on our chat. I wanted a, a, a key or an important death 
in the first episode. <gasps> I thought you were too too ambitious. Well, no, because that, the yeah. phrase I know. No one gives a shit about the phrase. No, man. but that was a good moment. Apart from all the phrase, what other phrase can you name? No, but it was like <laughs> no, it, it was a key, it was a key moment because a whole the whole family will watch. There you go. <laughs> see, you know, the guy who plays Filch in Harry Potter. Oh God, who cares? But you see, I thought they were all dead already, mate. I thought I thought uh, Arya killed them all. Mate. They did. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Seven. That's what you're talking about. First episode. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I wanted something oh. like that. But, but I'm um, saying, but I'm saying they're not. They weren't. Well, like, yeah. Someone, someone big died. Little kid, mate. Oh well, yeah. They didn't even have a fucking name. Jesus Christ. Umber boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that the with the uh, with the uh, what are they called? What? White Walkers. Yeah. And him screaming. I just want to say, if it comes out that John is a Targaryen, then Sansa will have no loyalty to him anymore because he's not a Stark. But he is still a Stark. He is Stark. He's half Stark. They're cousins cousins now. They're cousins. Yeah, true. But oh yeah, actually maybe that would make her more loyal. Yeah, I don't know. That puts my train of thought out of the window. Well, Um, what did you? What did we think about um, Sansa and Tyrion's little reunion? Basically, she was like to Tyrion, (laughs) kind of a bar. To be honest, she was like, (laughs) she was like, um, I used to think you're the the most clever man that I know. And she just walked away. (laughs) I thought she was gonna say something else. She just walked away. Yeah. Oh, like, she, she is right on point because he has been like bare smart throughout the whole thing, and now he's just taking like Cersei's thing with a pinch of salt, he's... and he's like, yeah, "Yeah, she's gonna help us." And she's like, "Sansa's like, you believe her?" Do you think? Do you think that at that point, the Sansa's kind of like us as the audience, kind yeah. of thinking like, "Are you being this dumb, Tyrion?" I feel. I feel like she is gonna be throughout this whole season us. Yeah. Because she's already saying it point blank to Jon Snow, like, "You're in love with this girl. Yeah. Like, you've only known her what." We have no idea how long it's like, been. Oh, yeah, it's true. Mm. True. And then, like, you're like, you're bending the knee to her, like, we're all mm. like, well, should you bend the knee? Should mm. you be king? Kind of mm. thing. So I feel like she is the outer, she is the, the people speaking, really. Can mm. uh, I also just mention, there's at least two people who now know that John died and came back to life, and they've not said a single thing about it. Like Daenerys and Sansa. What are they meant to say, though? But just be like, uh, what? Because. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's Game of Thrones, though, man. Like, there's people coming back from the dragon. Dragon. There's, there's, there's White Walkers. Oh no, was it Arya? Oh, it was Arya. Arya, Arya was like, was, how would yeah. you survive a knife in the heart? He's he like, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Like, like, I'd have been like, hang on, what? That's a but like, but she's technically. We don't even know. Wait, who did you say asked asked him that? Arya. We don't even know. Arya is Arya for God's sake. She could be that guy dressed up as Arya. Yeah, I feel like that needs you know to come like? into play a bit more. She's a faceless man. She can be anybody. Mm. You know. I'm still baffled on how she changes her height, but you know what? Like, <laughs> it's just manual magic, mm. isn't it? This, things, things like that is why I'm not that fussed about what people asking John yeah. Lyons to do alive. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, I can literally, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I can literally change to a completely different person. So what are the key points in the episode we haven't covered yet? So my... my well, okay, we could talk about the little kid being attached to the wall and that whole his whole load of people his village oh, yeah. I like that, that, dead. Really that, that, was that was funny as well when he's, like, when he's like he's, he's got, got blue eyes yeah. he's like oh he's got blue eyes yeah, that was, that was <laughs> that was so that, was that guy is hilarious <laughs> man. that guy is hilarious and then like also what, sorry, what kind of witch technology is this guy whose sword lights up just boom like that what, what? I don't know he's like I'm blown away by that sword I'm, I'm wondering like, if he's got flint in his hand and he goes like that maybe yeah I don't know how they anyway especially in the medieval time but yeah carry on yeah um, so we see in that episode, don't we? The kids attached to the wall. The umber kid, yeah. yeah and yeah. his people are all slaughtered. All and limbs. then limbs are in the sigil of the White Walkers. Is, is, it, is it a wild, well, or the Children of the Forest? So it's a bastardisation of the Children of the Forest. Just like the Nazis took a, a Hindu 
peace symbol and inverted it. Ah, uh, so but like loads of people apparently didn't notice the kids' like eyes and like what? weren't expecting it. Yeah, I like when he and then when he started screaming, I was like, I saw that coming. Like, I genuinely thought someone was gonna get bitten. Mm. And why? Why does it matter if they get bitten? Because then they'll turn into a white walker. I think. Oh really? Oh, okay. I think so. I, know, I, I don't know if it's a bite thing or not. Like, I didn't know. That. Maybe I don't I'm just know thinking of zombies too much. A, maybe I'm not sure. But I thought someone was gonna die there. But yeah, it was kind of cool how they like lit him up and stuff, and he was just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we get so that's simple. So this is what I'm. What I want to know now, like what. What do we think the the Night King's planning? Like, what's his plan? Like, where where is he going? Like, what's, he wants to what's going turn on? Everything into iron. I don't. I, I feel like that can't just be his. He, <laughs> I feel like his plan can't just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna turn everybody into. But white we don't walker. even know if he's got cognitive thought. He's just. He must do. They they did arts and crafts with the bloody um, <laughs> with the limbs and that. He must have cognitive. But he must be thinking there must be some sort of aim. So and I wouldn't really want to know what it is. So I have no idea. A lot of people think that the the king is, Bran. Yeah. And what's your what's your school of thought? What's your, what's well, why you, why, why do you would Bran go from a nugget, like being so <laughs> passive, at doing nothing and being really boring, to then wanting to kill everybody? In terms I feel of like it's wild. some sort of it's someone some sort of self fulfilling paradox. If it's if it's the Bran theory, it's some sort of some sort of paradox. Like I did watch a video on it ages ago, and it, when they said the video, it made sense. I can't remember yeah. any of the points I made in the video now, but I hope it's not Bran. I hope yeah. it's someone else or something else. Yeah. Like I don't think because I feel like. If they try and do the brand theory, they'll just botch it. I think yeah, there'll I be think loads will. of plot holes and stuff, and they'll be like, mm. yeah. "Do we? Are we disappointed there were no white walkers in this?" Nah, no, I'm nah. not. I'm not because I know we're gonna get Bear obviously of it, yeah so in at least ep- next episode. We're gonna get a after, fucking we're gonna get a dragon whole, version yeah. of it, man. We're like, gonna get a whole army. And stuff. Well, yeah. Plus, Brand tells Daenerys that his, her dead dragon is now a white walker, and she doesn't really bat an eyelid. Yeah, that was a bit like bizarre. I would have been like, hang on, what? <laughs> that, yeah, that whole bit was funny because Bram was basically like, we don't have time for this. He obviously said like, White Walkers are approaching, blah, blah, blah. And everyone just kind of kept going about their business. Like nobody really took notice of him. But that's what's going to happen though, isn't it? Because it's a kid who's can't walk, who's just being Someone, like, yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. He, he's, he's Someone needs to, um, not effective enough in his position. Someone needs to say like, Someone needs to say, listen to this kid because he knows the shit that's about to happen. That's the thing, like, someone, or at least make us acknowledge, at least let us know that people aren't ignore people are ignoring Bran for a reason, rather than him saying stuff and everyone's just clearly ignoring him and not giving a fuck about anything. Like, it's annoying, like, again, I keep saying this, it's annoying me that no one's taking this White Walker thing seriously. seriously yeah. It's getting on my fucking nerves. Like, they they come mate, they soon will, don't you it's worry. Coming. And, like, um, but yeah. And I just really want to know what... The, I feel like... I hope we get in this next episode find out what the White Walkers want, what the Night King's up to, because it's not clear at the minute. And to us, I like the fact that it's not clear because I like the, I like being able to like uh, guess what it is there. Yeah. But, uh, but I do... I would like to have a conclusive answer sometime soon considering there's only five episodes left. So, yeah. my, my, uh, so my biggest issue in this whole thing, and it's been there since Brands turned into this weirdo, is that... Is this Bran? Because well, a lot of people Raven, are like, yeah, let's go. He's the Three Eyed Raven, but is he still Bran? Because if he's still Bran, then his comment about an old mate makes sense. But if he's no longer Bran and he's just his Three Eyed Raven, that comment does not make any sense. I think he is still Bran. Okay, right. but it's just not the brand that we know. Yeah. Like he's again. I think because his mind is just filled filled now with all sorts of past knowledge, future knowledge. 
present knowledge about everything. I think he's just kind of probably like lost his own personality. So he's yeah. no Brian anymore. Now he's the, he's the three-eyed raven and that's consumed his whole... Okay. Or, or he's saying an old friend because he was Bran. And so... Maybe. Or, sense of or Jamie's already met the three-eyed raven prior to Bran becoming it. Possibly. I did like how, like... I, do you know what? And again, right, um, I did like how Bran was like... Yeah, me and my old friend. And I was racking my brain thinking, who the f- Obviously, I knew Jamie was coming to King to Winterfell, but I didn't think he that's who he was referring to. Yeah. I was thinking, like, who the fuck could he be referring to? Yeah, he's, only, he only he's only two friends are dead. Yeah. Like, three, and, like, four, four, three friends are dead. And obviously, Jamie rolls off, and then he turns around, and Bran's just staring at him. And I was glitching. And the episode ends there. I was cracking up. And also, I think, um, at the end of episode one, season one, um, doesn't Jamie pushes Bran out of the window and yeah. this episode ends there. Yeah. yeah. So it's a nice little parallel. So, well. yeah. yeah, so Jamie turns up at Winterfell, obviously has decided to fight for the living cause. I'm wondering, and again, maybe I hope they don't kind of fake out, but I think Jamie might die in the next episode or two because he's now at Winterfell where not only did he kill Daenerys' father, but he also crippled Bran. So you've got Daenerys will probably want to kill him. John Arya... And Sansa will probably want to kill him. You've got all, the fact that he's a Lannister. Tyrion, actually Tyrion probably won't want to kill him, but there'll be other people there that want, want to kill, to kill him. him. Yeah. However, um, he is going to probably give them a bit of information that is probably vital. But I can't imagine that he's going to be able to convince, or anyone's going to be able to convince, all the people there that want to kill him. Mm. And the fact that now Cersei wants him dead. Like, I just don't see a way out for him. No, no, he's dead. No, for sure, I think he's going to die. What, but next episode? Nah, soon. At some point, he's either going to be locked up and then he's going to get killed that way or they're just going to straight out kill him. I don't think that's going to happen. I wonder if he's going to get off his information before they kill him, though. I think he will. I think he will. But I think, I feel like, obviously this might just be me being like a, like have TV tropes sort of thing, but I don't think he's going to die in this winter scenario. I feel like there's still going to be, he has to see Cersei one last time before... Any before he, one of them, one of them's gonna die, or at least one of them will die. But they have to see each other at least. I feel like at least one more time before that happens. And I think obviously I thought for a while that Jamie would be the one to kill Cersei. Maybe not now. I don't know. But I yeah, I don't think he'll die just yet. I think it'll be a couple episodes before that happens. I feel like Tyrion's importance in this show has also waned. I think quite I think, a bit. I agree. I which like makes he, me wonder I, if he will also die. I feel like he wasn't meant to be this far into the show. I agree. I feel like he was meant to be sacked off a while ago, but yeah, because he's everyone so liked his character, mm-hmm. he's been kept I mean, on. he's a lot. He's a really important person in the books up until the fifth book. Mm. And so, so, how do you, what? What if you throw a span in the works and find out Tyrion's part thingy as well? I hope that happens. There was a point where Bran was just looking at over the Wadjam call it, staring at Tyrion. Yeah. And I was thinking, does Bran know something? Yeah. And I, I was thinking maybe. He's, Tyrion might be something, something like Targaryen imagine, or something. Maybe. Imagine if Tyrion manages to turn the, the ice dragon like, back to normal or something. Like He touches it and he's like, this is mine. Or if he becomes a White Walker. Oh, I wonder if there's a major character <laughs> that, that becomes a... a White Walker and then is killed as a sacrifice, as, as like a um, mercy thing. Mm. I wonder so if... it's like a character that no one would really want to die, but they have become infected and then must die. Do you think it would be a massive cop-out if Jon Snow gets killed, but he can't actually turn into a White Walker because he's already died? And then by that, he manages to kill the Night King. I think that would be a cop-out, yeah. Mm. But I am of the opinion that Jon Snow is not going to die in this series, only because we've seen him die once already. Yeah. I don't think they'll kill him again. No. Mm. What's the point? 
Yeah, I keep racking my brain for scenarios of who's going up in Iron Throne, and the one that makes most sense to me is that no one will because they won't be in Iron Throne, which then makes me think the Night King might win because in that way, if you're like the series, you've then got you know potentially a period of the White Walkers having taken over, and you can then do like a sequel series, which is like mm. after the other Long Winter or something. I don't know. I wonder if I could rewatch Game of Thrones before the last episode comes out. That's six weeks. Yeah. Bloody hell, yeah. That's six weeks from now. Or five weeks from now. Probably. But, like, I um, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> what you yeah. just said, the Night King winning. I'd, obviously, you know, it'd be, like, you know, like, Thanos style. Sometimes it's nice for evil to prevail, isn't it? But, like, I don't know. I feel like... I just don't... I don't think any scenario I'll be like... I don't know if there's a scenario of anyone sitting... With, yeah. 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 Like, Sansa, mean. definitely not. Yeah. John. Probably not too obvious. Daenerys is far too obvious. I don't want Cersei to stay on the throne. Mm. Um, Arya, no. Tyrion, mm, no. Like, uh, uh, for me, I don't really want any of them to yeah. end up in the oh, yeah. throne. Yeah, it's true. But isn't it good that, like, you get to... I think the fact that we can't decide who we want to be on the Iron Throne is kind of quite a good thing as well. Yeah. Because, like, it literally, it literally could be anybody. And, like, anybody could die, anybody could live. Obviously, I, I think that Jon Snow is going to live, whatever. But... That aside, I feel like anyone's on chopping block this season. Mm. So I think that's quite a good thing to like look forward maybe not look forward to, but to see that like, there's no I literally can't predict what's gonna happen at all. Which I think it's great. So yeah man. Go for it to sick. Yeah. Well yeah, overall thoughts in the episode. It's a good warm up. Average. I really enjoyed it personally. Mm. But I think it might have been I might have been influenced by the fact that it's just been so long since it's, since, it's, yeah. since it's been on. But no, I, I, I think opening yeah, credits. And I realised well, that yeah, 100%. I realised that I'm more like a... I prefer these episodes with, like, loads of dialogue than I do to ones like... You know the episode where... Like, for example, the episode where uh, Daenerys burned up the Tarleys. Like, everyone was screaming and raving about the episode, but I just didn't give a shit. You don't yeah. like dragons, though, do you? I just don't care about them. It's not like I don't like them, I just don't care about them. And I feel like... Their pills like, kind of fizzled a little bit. You know bit. when... I'll try to do... So, you know an analogy... So, an analogy I'll use. You know when uh, you're watching a game of football, right? And someone will play absolutely shit, and then they score, and people are like, oh yeah, he had a really good game because he scored. But actually, it was shit. That's how I feel like with a lot of these Game of Thrones episodes. <laughs> when there's dragons, people are like, oh, this is a sick episode. So I'm watching it thinking, oh yeah, this is going to be great. And all there is is that dragons burn people up at, right at the end. Yeah. And that was it. And people are like, because there's dragons, automatically it's episodes a 9 out of 10. I feel that's what like, mm. a lot of people's stance on it. Yeah. And I, me personally, I just don't give a fuck about the dragons, I care about the people. Yeah. I've got to say, actually, I went on social media like, immediately after I watched it. I saw nothing on there about Game of Thrones. I saw loads. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I saw, on Twitter, I saw anyway, fuck yeah. nothing, because like, I don't use Twitter, so... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people were just outright... People just don't give a shit. They were just outright saying stuff that happens in the episode. I was like, you have no decorum, no class whatsoever. I didn't, I didn't go on Twitter until I watched yeah, it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I went home. I watched, I watched it... Six o'clock in the morning, on the train to work. I can't do that. See what it is? Yeah, I can't. Game of Thrones is one of those shows. I have to watch it. I have to be at home and I have to watch it on a decent sized, like either iPad or my laptop or my TV. No distractions. I can't be sitting on a bus or a train next to people. I can't watch it at work. I need complete and utter silence. Well, no one's on the bus with me at that time, though. Or the train. But I need to watch it on the phone. It's not the same, man. I need to watch it on like a decent sized. Yeah. It's either that or I get it sport for me, so. Yeah. Even like BBC are like, oh, this episode of Game of Thrones. Well, BBC, fuck off, mate. It's going to be neutral. You know. If, if not, I've got to avoid line of duty spoilers now as well. Like, everything's just getting spoiled. 
you know. No one gives a shit. It's something about power, man. Wow. Anyway, but yeah. Is the new ep- season out? No, no, no. Oh. Not for another few months, I think. But yeah, good episode, in my eyes. Hope that's the last season. For power? Yeah. yeah it's oh. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Big Little Lies. So, what the hell is that? Obi and I spoke about it last week. It's a seven-part show on from HBO. Um, it's basically like a whodunit slash why done it slash who is dead um so i have watched all of it now last week i'd only seen four maybe out of the seven um it's basically follows uh a town in Mon- monterey california um very bourgeois very kind of opulent lifestyle you got shailene woodley reese witherspoon um nicole kidman laura dern adam scott Alexander Skarsgård. It's a very, very starry cast. Mm. It's very, very well acted. You know, beautiful scenery, cinematography, everything like that. Um, basically, it flits between some of the residents of this city uh, being interviewed about someone having died. Right. And then it cuts back to what is not the, the not too distant past of you seeing all these characters interact, all the mm-hmm. conflicts, all the like, oh, God, I wish I could kill her, sort of, you know, all of these, like... All motives. Yeah, stuff, so you yeah. know someone's died. You don't know who's died. You don't know who's killed them. I feel them. like I've watched part of this, you know? But but you're you're trying to figure it out throughout yeah. the series because there's so many people who've got, like, different motives to kill so-and-so. Um, and it's just, like, a really gripping drama. Like, you think you'd be frustrated. Like, because you literally do not find out who dies or who doesn't until the last few minutes of the last episode. don't even know who's died. Oh, okay. Is this, like, a... Um... Limited series then? It was initially, but they've renewed it for series two. Oh. But okay. focusing on, like, the aftermath. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, a really great cast. It's all really well acted. I don't want to spoil it because I really think that you guys would enjoy it. It's seven okay. episodes. They're less than an hour each. So you could binge it quite easily on a weekend. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, everything about I just really enjoyed it. Um, even the children actors are, like really good actors yeah because normally like children oh, I shit. fucking hate children yeah. actors that's so squeaky and annoying and stuff mm. but and it deals with some really like dark themes like domestic abuse and like abusive relationships and stuff yeah um divorce all this sort of thing so yeah it's, it's really good okay really good drama I would thoroughly recommend it and if you guys do watch it then we can talk about it in a bit more detail I'll ask you guys a question mm. maybe if you had a female friend yeah who was married Mm-hmm. And she told you in confidence that um, her husband's beating her up. What would you do? Uh, go and fuck him up. I would encourage her to leave him and try and help facilitate that. In what way? In terms of like, just saying like you can stay around mine or like, try and like, you know, just, I don't know, help her leave it. Because that, that's one of the things in this series is the Nicole Kidman gets beaten up by mm. her husband a lot. Mm. But she's like, oh, I've got the kids, I can't leave him. And mm. she talks to a therapist and the therapist's like, you need to leave this guy. Mm. Or if the woman didn't want to, then I'd, I'd go to the police. Okay. Although you do need the person involved to want to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. at uni, I lived next door to a woman who was abused by her boyfriend and mm. I called the police on him twice and she never left this guy. She was like, oh, no, no, he, he doesn't mean it. And I'm like, okay, you please don't want to be helped. Well, it's like, uh, I won't go into detail, but I found out something about someone after it all happened. And it's like, I was very angry and I wanted to do something about it. But the person was like, no, 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 no. They were still upset by it, but they were like, no, there's no point. 
and doing something back, and you kind of like feel frustrated because there's nothing you can do, and you weren't there to help them when it was happening, kind of thing. So, so then the person needs to be helped because you could call the police on them, yeah. but if the person doesn't testify or whatever. Well, I, like the thing that happened, you can risk making it worse. Well, the thing is, the thing that happened, I feel like did like affect them, and they didn't tell their family or nothing as well. And I was like, I I wanted to encourage them to tell them, but like you don't want to like push them too much because like, yeah, I don't know. So it's a tricky one. I feel like it's um, it's just being there for them. And doing what you can and yeah. what they allow you to do yeah. to help them. Okay. What would you do? Call police. Um, yeah. I'll call police. <laughs> Straight away. Um, and if... Uh, do you know, yeah, I'll just call the police and then see what we, see what happens from there. But like, you will get... I feel like it is uh, quite... Um, what's the word? Uh, shit. It happens a lot, I guess. I can't know what word I'm trying to think of. But it happens a lot where... Uh, the person who's being abused says, "Oh no, I'm not going to leave them because yeah. sometimes they're scared to leave them because if I leave them, it's going to kill me." Like that sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, you will get to you could get to one that sort of scenario happen, which happens a lot of time. But I think all I can do at one point is like, okay, especially if the if the person who's beating person up is like, you know, it's wedge and I can't take him, then I think yeah, I have to call the police because that's. The, but that can make it worse. It can make it worse. Because then the guy's like, why are you call the police? Or she's like, I didn't, I yeah. hope you did. And then that guy's after you or whatever. Yeah, yeah come after me, man. Kill me, kill me <laughs> first. But, same question, but the man's been abused by a wife. Or girlfriend. Got and, he's, and, he's embar- and he's embarrassed, so he says, you can't tell anyone. But I wouldn't tell anyone anyway, but like, if... But he's getting fucked up. Then you'd probably, again, do the same thing, like encourage him to leave her. Mm. Call the police as well, I suppose. But then it's like... I don't know. It's it is a double standard, isn't it? Really, mm. like I feel like you do, you would you would approach the situation a lot more differently because yeah, I think, I think like it's a, pride it, thing. it's a pride thing, and I think masculinity you want to defend the, the woman, and then yeah. if it's your male friend, it's like you do want to defend them, but they kind of want to defend themselves, or they they want to take pride in that they yeah. don't need the help, kind of thing. But society's like, changed. I have no problem punching your wife in the face. Just I'll be like, just say the word, <laughs> and then we'll go. <laughs> Fuck it up. Well, that's the difference. Like, wasn't it? If, a, if a woman disclaimer, fight... disclaimer. He doesn't really mean it. He doesn't really mean it. Oh, I think he's. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, I advocate for domestic violence, by the way. However, if one of you, if one of your girlfriends was beating you up and you said, "I was me to fuck her up," just say the word, and I'm there. Just say the word, and we'll go. Oh, dude, same, thing, same thing. Same thing is if there was a girl, and she was like. Or like any girl, my friend, my sister, whatever, and she was like, "Yeah, my husband or my my, my boyfriend's beating me up. I need your help." I'm like, Let's go. If we if we get fucked up, we both get fucked up in it. But we got to try. Yeah, we'll get Lucille. Is that it? Is that Negan's bat? I don't know. I don't watch Walking Dead. Ah, we'll we'll get we'll get a bat with barbed wire and we'll we'll fuck him up or we'll die trying. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, I think there's a difference to like a woman fighting back to a man and the man fighting back to a woman because there'll mm. always be like you can't hit a woman mm. that kind of like traditional view mm. um, but going from big little lies to little mm. what the hell is little we'll yeah, find out Christopher yeah, I went to see little the other day yeah. and um, cinema yeah cinema yeah. it's a film about a woman who is uh, basically like a rich she's a as a child she's like quite innocent really interested in like science and stuff and she gets bullied loads. So then she gets bullied to the point where she ends up in hospital. Um, and at that point, she says, "Right, I'm not going to be, Sorry. I'm not going to be a victim anymore. When I grow up, when I'm when I'm big, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be the boss. I'm going to bully people before they can bully me." Okay. 
and that translates into present day where basically she's just like a whole she's the boss of her own like tech company but she's like a horrible person everybody hates her because she's like she's so mean to everybody and basically she's mean to this little girl and this little girl has got like a um she's like practicing magic or whatever doing like magic tricks and that and somehow she manages to turn her turn this mean this mean woman i think her name's jordan turns jordan back into her 13 year old self and basically she's got Jordan's kind of like got to live again in this 13 year old body as a 38 year old woman and she's basically struggling to go through that she has to go back to school and she gets bullied again and she has to go through like those trials and tribulations of doing that whilst getting her assistant to run the company without her because obviously she can't go and run a company because she's a child <laughs> um, and yeah it's just about that really and I think it's it's like about basically I think it's basically just about treating, pe- treating people the way you want you to be treated good. And exactly, and as a child, how as a child, you're more what's the word uninhibited? Is that a word? Yeah. So like, it basically as a child, you're just yourself. Like, yeah. it's very rare as a child you hide who you are. You just you are who you are. You don't really give a shit about what other yeah, people yeah. think, and you just do what you want to do. And as you get older, you obviously you start to care a lot more about how people how people view you and you know your views of the world whatever, whatever. so you uh, begin to hide how you your, feel, your, yeah how, how you feel yeah doing stuff like exactly that. you hide your true self and yeah. stuff like that and basically she learns how to break down her walls I guess and just allow herself to you know be how to, to feel and stuff and to be like a kind person because she's not afraid anymore that people are going to mistreat her like they did when she was younger X, Y, Z X, Y, Z um, funny moments here and there. There was quite a funny moment where um, she goes to Chester enrolled in school, <clears throat> in high school, I guess, and um, she starts talking to a teacher. And obviously, in her mind, she's still like an like a grown woman, so she's like bare talking to a teacher, like well sexual. And, <laughs> and the teacher's looking at her like because the teacher's like really good looking and whatnot, and he's just looking at her like you're a very strange girl. And she would just look at him, and she's like probably like giving him that giving him the eyes, and she's like yeah, teach me something. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I was cracking up. It was so funny, but. Um, so the girl who, um, I suppose the co-star of the film, uh, Marseille Martin, I think is her name. She's in uh, Blackish. The, she's the um, the smaller girl in Blackish, and she ex- executive produced the film. And she's, oh right. Like, she's only like four, 13, 14 years old. Oh shit! Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so wow. That was a that was a pretty big deal. But yeah, it's a decent film. I quite I quite enjoyed it. Um, it's, I would say it's a film probably more for black people because it pretty much stars all black people, which is good, you know. <laughs> But does um, that mean it's well, not more for, for black? not for black people, but it's more sorry, that's probably the wrong wording. It's more likely to attract a, a black audience. So when I went to see an Odeon, obviously there wasn't many people in the screening, but the vast majority of it were black people. Is the Okay. Is there this is a legit question. Is there like you do you think there's humour that is more specific to a black audience? Um, because especially like obviously I'm wondering are people like Kevin Hart popular because they are genuinely like good and people black people go to watch him because he's black or is that his humor specifically to like a, a black audience like are there things about being a black person whether you're black British or African American or whatever like mm. that that you can say like yeah this is like a cultural thing or like I don't know um, that's a more coming out of a yeah um, I know what you're tr- I know what you mean um, go to a Kevin Hart point I think Kevin Hart has come to the point where he's quite a universal 
comedians. Comedian, I think he, yeah. he um he um attracts like all all sorts of demographics. I think in his earlier career he was probably more on the side of like black humour, inverted commas. Mm. So, you know, the audience he had around him more likely to be of a certain demographic. I think there are certain put jokes in this film I think that are more tailored to a black audience. There's even one point where um this the little girl who who turns Jordan Little, she at right at the end she tries to turn <laughs> Uh, these two white people into marshmallows and then there was a joke about turning white people into marshmallows right, okay. so that was kind of funny I guess yeah. and you know there's like there are little things here and there that you know pertain to a, a more black audience um, that I feel like maybe certain people other demographics might not find as funny but overall um, I would say that yeah there are certain films where even like in Black Panther when he says oh colonisers like that's things yeah, like that yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean like there are certain things where you do try and cater for more to a black audience and obviously there's films where you try and cater to everybody there's films where you try and cater to certain demographics here and there whatever but um, I would say that this film does ch- uh, oh, do you know what I don't know if it does but it's just more the fact that <laughs> when I went there most of the audience was black so that might be uh, warping my view of it maybe I don't know but if you, if you ask me like gun to my head I would probably say that it is more for the black demographic yeah Okay. Yeah. But I was just wondering if there any like, what is there a specific black humor like in quotation marks? Or yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, yeah, yeah. What would yeah, you say? Is. That how would you characterize that then? I don't know. I think there's just certain things in that are uh, that black people experience that <laughs> that that people of other other demographics might understand. The same thing as I feel like. If you get a woman, a, a comedian who's a woman, there's certain jokes that she can make that other women will un- will be like, oh yeah, that's really funny. Mm. Whereas if you was a man, which you think like, I don't really find that funny. Like I'm sure that um, there's loads of jokes that Amy Schumer makes that I'm like, what? And then other people will be like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Do you know what I mean? I think and I think it's the same yeah. thing for a lot of yeah. black comedians, a lot yeah. of black films. There's just certain bits and bits, but I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I connect with that sort of thing. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Would you recommend it then? Uh, I wouldn't go to. I wouldn't recommend you guys to go cinema and watch it. But if it comes without Netflix, I'd give it a deep watch. It's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris, anything you want to mention? Um. Yeah. You watched Suicide Squad. No, that's a crap one, mate. Let's talk about something new, shall we? Uh, oh, I could have related it to John Cena being rumored for Suicide Squad two, but you can do if you that want. Is basic, that is the news. That is the news. John Cena is rumored for Suicide Squad. Did neither of you watch the film si- The Silence on Netflix, the new one that's come out? No, is that the one you said? That's what you said. Is a cop out of um, thingy. Yeah, it's oh, literally what? Bird Box again, but oh. different. I've not even seen that. And the other, okay, when did it come out? What's the other one? Quiet Place. And the Quiet Place. It came out probably last week. The uh, Silence. The I've not Silence. Even seen it. Yeah, it's got the character girl who plays Sabrina in it. And it's got uh, that bald geezer who's in. Oh shit! Playing. <laughs> oh, it's got um, Stanley Tucci. That's his name. All right. No, I didn't. With the world under attack by deadly creatures who hunt by sound, a teen and her family seek refuge outside the city. Yeah, that literally sounds. And it is. So I the didn't. girl is deaf. She doesn't, I don't believe she has a hearing aid, but she's deaf. And you just can't make noise of these, of these things attack you. Uh, I actually didn't get to the end of it, because I fell asleep. But that's not saying that the thing was bad, it's just that I was very tired. It's got a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. It was... Um, 
yeah, it's not necessary to watch it, but um, it was literally Bird Box. But instead of birds, the dogs could sense it. And instead of not being able to see the creatures, you could see the creatures. Okay. And there were people who were menacing. So there was like, I've seen where this person said that I think his daughter was still like a virgin or something. And they were like, I think they wanted to get her. And there was like this big hoo-ha about it. And uh, these the pe- them, that, that lot of people sent a young girl into their home with loads of alarms on her. So the alarms started going off, all these weird creatures started attacking the house kind of thing. It's, um, yeah, I wouldn't bother watching it, but it was just, um, it was just interesting. I just don't, I just didn't understand the need of it really. Because uh, isn't Bird Box a Netflix thing as well? Yeah, I think so. So I just didn't really get why Netflix had done. Well, because they'll get people who liked Bird Box will watch it and then they've got views. True. And that's all they really care true, about. True, 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 true. Would you want to talk about Sabrina series two? Have you been watching that? I finished it. Okay, uh, I haven't seen any of it. I've seen series one, I haven't seen series two. I haven't watched any of it. Oh, uh, no spoilers then, Charles. I mean, I don't really care. No, I don't really I'm care. I'm probably not going to watch uh, it. Okay, so basically, we leave off where Sabrina has signed her name in the Devil's Book or whatever you want to call it. Um, and basically, uh, it just goes through these, these mo- notions in the show. Like, her friends are a bit like, oh, like, what's up with Sabrina and then the witchy people are like oh she's like half witch half human like oh do we really like her kind of thing and then you've got the uh, the guy who runs the I don't know what you want to call it he's a bit like he's a bit fucked up really like um, and basically you get through the series where there's like a few things happening and you start to understand who that teacher is like you don't actually know who she is do you but then you no. find out in this that she's Lilith uh, Lucifer's like first Oh, I think you do find that in series They do? One. Okay. Well, there's a bit of a bigger thing to it. Like, Lilith and Lucifer were together in the in hell, and then Lucifer started turning into this goat, demon kind of thing. And so as the season goes on, you learn that Serena actually has powers that she shouldn't, and that's because she's not actually half, which half human. She's half human, half devil. She is born of Satan's choosing. Like her, her father asked to, for Satan to help them give have a child, ah. and so she is, and she can do these powers. And she's Satan's sword or something. She says at some point, and she, yeah, basically a big thing happens. And in the end, the whole aim is that Satan's trying to get back to Earth and open the gateway to hell and take over. Uh, yeah, and there's these there's these uh, fi- there's these trials that have to happen prior to him coming back, and Sabrina unknowingly has done these thanks to Lilith. Uh, but then I think Lilith actually just wants to kill Sabrina because she doesn't actually want Sabrina to be with Lucifer. She wants to be with him. And then so Sabrina and the guy, not the guy that she was originally with, Harvey. Harvey's now with her best mate. Which one? Uh, the one who was gonna go blind but didn't. Oh. Okay. Yeah, um, she's with the a like. Snake. Yeah, Sabrina's with like that like, prep boy kind of looking one at the witch oh, school. Right, yeah. And um, basically, he's really nice to her and stuff. Um, but uh, you later find out that actually Lucifer actually asked because they've all got to do one thing, for the devil. Uh, but you don't know when you're going to be asked. And Sabrina's one was she all she had to do was steal a pack of chewing gum. She was like, I'm not going to do it, and it ended up being that the devil then asked her to burn her school 
because all these bad things started happening to people around her when she wasn't doing it. So she was about to burn the school down and then the devil was like, you don't need to do it, don't worry. I just was testing you to see if you would do it for me. And so his trial was that he had to persuade Sabrina to do something. I can't quite remember what it was. And Sabrina finds out and is a bit pissed. She's like, did you ever really like me? And he's like, yes. But while we were together, he asked me to do this and you don't want to not do what he says kind of thing. Which is fair enough. I think he'd be shit scared of a goat man thing with powers, I suppose. Um, and then, so we let her find out that... So so Sabrina thinks it's a good idea to get her powers taken away from her in order so she can't fulfil this prophecy. Because they let her find out that there's a prophecy about a shadow girl and if she does all these things then he'll come back to life. So the boyfriend believes that Serena's the shadow girl. And so he's going to he's trying to he's trying to get back to stop her from losing her powers, but she's already done it and the thing that Chris is hungry. I'm hungry apparently. <laughs> um the thing that ma- <laughs> the thing that made her lose powers is um like trying to kill her best mates to create like so basically it was this plant and it like transferred all the powers into this plant and this plant turns into like a look like a Sabrina and has her powers, and then that plant wants to recreate all her friends as plant people kind of thing. And then her friends manage to get out of it, uh, because for some reason her one of her friends has the power to see a ghost, which tells her what to do. Another one of her friends can foresee the future, and Harvey can do nothing, basically. <laughs> He's just useless. Um, <laughs> and basically, um, yeah, and then the last trial is to kill yourself. So what does Sabrina do? She kills this plant version of herself mm. with the powers. And lo and behold, she's opened the gates to hell. Lucifer comes back and they're like, oh shit, what do we do? They mm. think they have this big idea to stop Lucifer. So they trick him. There's like, do you remember in the first episode, the first few episodes, um, Sabrina found this like puzzle box that her dad made. So they think like the dad made it on purpose to capture Lucifer. They throw out Lucifer. <laughs> it holds him for about five seconds and he pops out. Mm. And it's like, oh, okay, shit. And then they're like, and then Lilith's like, oh, you know what the best prison is? A human body. So her boyfriend just does like, he's like, with his hands, and he's like, Bada. and then like, Lucifer gets sucked into his what, body. To, to Satan? Yeah. So, how, they, how are they able to do this to Satan? I don't know, but they managed to suck Satan, because I think he's don't weakened. They, they, they all worship Satan. So why but at this point, they don't, because... Um, why don't they? Because they're starting to not worship Satan because Satan's only doing it to get Sabrina to be his queen. And they're all a bit like, oh, really? Is that... Why well, does he want Sabrina to be his queen? Uh, she's like 16. Yeah. He's probably like a thousand years old. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember why, actually. You know, there was a reason. Satan's a nonce. Probably shouldn't be surprised. He's also, <laughs> he's also his daughter. Oh, yeah. God, Game mm. of Thrones. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, they all side with Sabrina, try and save it. But oh, and the priest guy's just tried to kill the whole fucking school, by the way, at this point as well. Uh, and he's run off. He's got his other kid back. He's got two children. He thought he'd lost one, but he's got it back because he's oh, it's so weird. Basically, the priest guy, I can't remember his name, has a daughter. Father Blackwood. Father Blackwood has a daughter mm. uh, who's one of the three sisters. Mm-hmm. But he like kind of disowns her. He says she's not really a Blackwood. And then later on in the series, he's like, "No, you are a Blackwood. I love you," kind of thing, just to get her on side. He's got another. He's is, got is twi- this guy? Um, has he got powers or what? He's like the head of the church in that area, or head of the. Is he Satan's so Satan church. Oh, Satan's church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's head of Satan's church. He's a Wiccan. Yeah. Like so he's got he he's got good magic, but he's got good abilities with magic. Sorry, yeah. he's got two twins. But he thought one of the twins ate the other twin. <laughs> so, but what really happened was Sabrina's auntie took the twin. I was looking after him. But in order to get on 
Blackwood's side, the the older daughter, the oldest daughter, got the twin back and gave it to him, and then he realised that. So then Sabrina's aunt was like, "No, I won't let you do this." So he grabbed the girl, the the older girl, mm. and was like, "I will kill her if you don't like let up one of the children." He's like, "Kill her, then I've got two other children," mm. and he's like, "I'm gonna marry these two children off together, like they're gonna get married." And stuff is so fucking weird, mm. and then the girl kind of realized like, oh, he actually doesn't give a shit about me. Yeah. Then they do this. Then he's like, well, we're no longer the 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 hell church of Lucifer. We're gonna be the hell church of Judas or something. He's trying to change his church because he doesn't believe in what Lucifer's proposing. I think they call him Lucifer in this. I don't know. Um, and then basically he ends up poisoning everyone, but his daughter. And he's like, run away with me. Like, let's go. We'll start something new. She's like, what? No, you killed all my friends. Luckily, Sabrina's aunties come in and save majority of them, I believe. Uh, while all this other shit's going on. Um, so yeah, and then so basically, end of it. If you don't care if I spoil the. I end. was gonna ask what is Sabrina's cousin up to. Sabrina's cousin What's is. What's his name? Is it a C? Does it begin with a C? I can't remember. Honestly, I'm bad at names. But he's he's there helping. Nah, he basically he works. He's working for Black, uh, Father Blackwood, and basically then he gets accused of murdering someone. So he's having to try and plead his innocence, and the council are like, "No, no, no, we don't believe him," kind of thing. And so he's in prison. Then he gets let out of prison. Then he ends up like, him and that, uh, Father Blackwood's daughter are like are like good friends. Like, they are lovers, but they're not like. Serious lovers, kind of thing, and then at the end of it, they're like, oh, We're gonna go and find Blackwood and kill him, kind of thing. Um, so it's set because I know they're doing a series so do you want, three. Do you want me to four. tell you the it end? It's good because it sounds shit. No, it's actually all right, is it? It's all right, okay. yeah. The series is all right, okay. yeah. It's the same again, it's all, it's all right again. Uh, mm. do you want me to tell you the end, or yeah? So basically, uh, they they the Lucifer goes in this kid's body, and Lilith takes this guy through the gates of hell back to hell. So Sabrina's single again. Yeah, and then basically <laughs> Sabrina's at the table with her mates at the in the cafe. Uh, the, the actual teacher comes back and she's like, "Oh hi everyone, I've been asleep. Like I feel really tired. I've just been asleep, kind of thing. Or oh, I'm really hungry, or something like that." And then she's like, to the three people, for three people that she's like good mates with, she's like, "Right, we'll always stick together." And then they're like, "What? What's our plan?" And she's like, "We're gonna go and save him from hell." So who from hell? The boyfriend. Oh. And Harvey's just like, yeah. Well, Harvey's was the best, the other best friend. He was a wet blanket as well. He's still wet, wet blankets, blanket. mate. So basically, Moral. the next season is they're going, they're going to try and find a way to hell or go to hell. So. Fair enough. Hmm. Mm, sounds fine. There's only one other new thing I watched, and that was the perfect date. But was not... it the perfect date? Uh yes, apparently so. So it's basically <laughs> this kid makes an app where he. You're right there. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, go ahead. What, what, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I'm say? listening, I'm listening, go on. Uh, was there something you wanted to talk about? No. You sure? Mm-mm. You'll get, you get a chance. I don't want to talk about anything, I'm literally just waiting. Uh, you want uh, to talk about CW though? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, not, uh, I'm just waiting. Uh, okay, the perfect day, basically, this guy, he's not very rich, he wants to go to like Harvard or uh, whatever the big schools are in America. Um, then this rich kid's like, oh, my mum, I've got a free house and I want to take my girl, I want my girlfriend to come over for the weekend, but my mum... My mum's like, I've got to go and take my cousin to a prom kind of thing, like, otherwise, blah, blah, blah. And then this kid, the main character, is like, I'll take her to prom. He's like, what? Why? And he's like, well, if you give me the money you were going to get to take her to prom, plus let me drive your fancy car, I'll do it. He's like, nah, I'm not letting you drive the car. He's like, well, all right then. 
And he's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, go on in. So drives the car, takes the girl to prom, does everything right that you should do, but the girl's really just disinterested in doing it. He lasts about four hours, then she goes home, and then the, the dad gives him the money and stuff. And then him and his best mate have this idea of making an app, because they're trying to make an app, but they haven't really had a real eureka moment. And the app is basically people can sign up and he will take them on their ideal date. So if someone's really arty, he'll dress up arty, he'll research it and he'll go on a date with them. And so he keeps doing it, doing it, doing it. Sounds a bit hitchy. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And then, so, but he's making money off it. And then the, the original girl says, oh, take me on another date. Like, sorry about how I reacted last time. So they went on a date together and like she's explaining that she fancies this guy and he's trying to help her out. And then... Sounds very hitchy. Yeah, story carries on. He goes on a few more dates. Uh, she realizes that she loves him. Uh, she realizes she didn't like the guy. She didn't like the guy as this much. Is hitch, as, bro. She didn't. <laughs> she doesn't like the guy as much as she thought she did. Like he, the guy she likes says he's, he's a this, douchebag. Is he a knobhead? I don't know if he's a douchebag, but he claims to be the artist. See, I missed a little tiny bit of it, and he he starts explaining to her how he's this artist that she really likes. He's like a Bagsy kind of artist, and I like. I must have like. Banksy. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, yeah. I'm just thinking of someone called Banksy. No, sorry, Banksy, sorry. Um and basically, um what's it? Uh yeah, I missed a bit, so I'm feeling she like found disinterest with it. And so he's like kind of fall he's falling for this other girl who's like rich and stuff. So I missed the bit between where she stops liking this guy mm-hmm. and he kind of realizes he doesn't like this girl. Okay. So I'm just assuming that she finds finds so this rich girl obviously finds out that he's not rich and she's like yeah, and she's realised that he's a pompous guy who she doesn't really like and so basically I think they end up realising they like each other and lo and behold Hitch <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh. and there's another bit where like so she, she he, he then realises he doesn't want to go to that Harvard either like, and yeah, he, he's basically really good at research and stuff because he managed to blag his way into Harvard and stuff it sounds very derivative mm. very derivative of Hitch. But it actually wasn't a bad film. It wasn't a good film, but it wasn't a bad film. It was a, it was a background film, let's put it that way. Did anyone watch the first series of The OA? Yes. Have you started watching series two? I'm on episode two. I've watched episode one, makes just about as much sense, sense as the first it's, series. Yeah, no. it, is it is so confusing. So confusing, yes. but it's really interesting. Yeah, it's like so, about a nap in it. Well, so <laughs> I just didn't understand, but it doesn't follow on. It does not follow on from there's season this two. woman who, I mean, I'm probably going to be jumping around, but essentially, chronologic. it's not that chronological, but chronologically. Are you talking about season one now? Yeah, right, there was this okay. Russian girl, she was in a what? bus accident. Or everyone died apart from her, and she became blind. Oh yeah, yeah. and then she jumps off a bridge. Adopt. She, oh yeah, yeah. She gets adopted she's by the like family. a violin prodigy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets Adopted. She's still blind, but but becomes like American. Then she gets kidnapped. No, she doesn't get kidnapped. She there's disappears. A guy, there's a guy who. No, no, no. Wait. What? You... Because she experienced a near death um, experience. There's a guy, a scientist, oh, played yeah. by Jason Isaacs, and he is researching people who've had near-death experiences because he believes that they can harness the power power that people he thinks people who've had near-death experiences are special and that they collectively can have a power that can mean they can jump through dimensions right what kind of conclusion is that i don't know so basically it's a bit flatlinery in this point because he's got like five people in this um incubator and he essentially brings them to the point of death every time 
because he thinks that because when they're like dying they stop start performing these moves. No, no, it's when they come back to life, isn't it? They oh, they start. start they each have a segment of a move, and mm. he thinks that if you put all these moves together in the right sequence, you will jump through dimensions. So Prairie, who's the main character, yeah. she falls in love with a guy in there called Homer, but she manages to escape. It's oh, no, um, such a weird name to choose, isn't it? Prairie and Homer, like, come on. She manages to escape and then jumps off a bridge. Mm. But then... Like, oh, were these people turning against their will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not initially. He, he brings them in. They're held against their will. Okay. Yeah. Because he lures them out under false pretenses. Okay. So she jumps off a bridge, and then when she comes back to in the hospital, she has her sight again. And then her, her family find her, and they're like, oh, she's been missing for so many years, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, this woman... Prairie then decides to tell her story. Tell her story and recruits four other people, or I can't remember how many other people. Yeah, four people to kind of teach them these moves that oh, she, maybe it was fine, she found. Yeah, and again to try and pass on her message and to try and get everyone to do these moves to jump through dimensions. And then but right, even people who aren't sorry, to interrupt, even yeah. people who aren't near death experience. People, you yeah, don't need to have near death experiences the, the as you know the moves. And they're really fucking weird moves. It's like yogery shit. The and end of the season so bizarre. I can't remember how it gets to this point, but anyway, there's a school shooter right at the last series, <laughs> right, last she, episode. So she's gone to run to the school for some reason. I can't remember why. And all of these people are all part of the school, and the schools, everyone's hiding under a table. And then all the, five of them stand up and start going like, <sighs> yeah, it's so weird. And the school shooter's like, what? And then like ends up shooting Prairie, and she's and that's there. the end of the series. And it's been two years. In the first episode, you see that she managed to jump dimensions. Right. We don't know that yet. Well, I'm presuming because she's yeah. now this Natalia or whatever yeah, person. Yeah. And then simultaneously, she's, she's a different person now. She's she's gone into another dimension. Yeah. So she is her, but she's but got a different name and a different like experience in this she's dimension. She's her if the Russian girl she was never got adopted. Fucking. Uh, yeah. it's so like you have to be so alert to it and then concurrently there's a guy a private detective who is investigating disappearance of a girl who I'm pretty sure is the girl the, the trans girl from right that's is what I couldn't figure out I was, like, I'm trying to think who, I was trying to figure out who the fuck he's looking for yeah I think it's that girl she had like short spiky uh, hair okay, yeah, yeah. and then there's this app and Zendaya's in it and there's an app and you have to progress certain levels, levels and you get loads of money but it's just like all like riddles and shit. And but you only get three chances, otherwise you've got to wait a month before trying again, kind of thing. And lo and behold, he get, he, the girl gets him up to level three, but she doesn't know the answer to level three. And after the third try, he somehow gets the answer yeah. to level three. What, what, What's the it? benefit of it? Not really sure. Like, what benefit does this app think after the story? He thinks, he, he thinks that she got to a certain level and then disappeared. So he yeah. wants to kind of... Is this in the first dimension this is no, this I, is well, in real we, life. We're not sure. We're not sure. We're not sure. But yeah, we're not sure actually. So it's so like because I don't know where you are because I started watching episode two. So episode two gives you a little bit more context okay. into like where she is. I mean, it's very like sci-fi. Yeah. It's it's really good though. It's really good, but it's like you got you got to be fucking. You need to watch it. Like yeah, you can't like. Mate, imagine me, mate. I was fucking. I he's was got like, FM. Rah. He's got FIFA. He's got. Yeah. Mate, I bought FM and I haven't played it. I don't think I'm buying <laughs> FM next year. You might buy FIFA. Might buy FIFA though. Didn't buy that this year or last year. Mm. Do you want to talk about anything else? Not really. No. 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 All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Skip boozy. Um, thank you for listening to episode 80. Next week we'll have... 80? Jeez! We'll have chat on episode 2 of uh, Game of Thrones and also... Episode 2 of the Eye. Avengers Endgame. We... Uh, mm, well, it might just be you here? Because Odie's uh, in Nigeria. Maybe, maybe Joe? I don't know. 
Does he exist anymore? I don't know. There's more chance of Ollie making it next week than Joe. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. You can tweet us at YC Podcast Seventeen. We're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Undo Ravage Critics. Peace. Peace. Safe.